0: Hey,
1: y'all. Welcome to the Anxiety Warriors podcast. We are your hosts, Margot and Abby.
0: We are friends, teachers, and storytellers, but above all, we're anxiety warriors on a mission to raise awareness and understanding about anxiety and mental health.
1: You will hear honest, engaging, and joyful stories from us and many other anxiety warriors about living with anxiety. If you're seeking a space to laugh, connect, feel inspired and empowered, and learn valuable tips rooted in mindfulness and more, your warrior community is here for you. Join us
0: as we navigate this journey of life together.
1: Welcome back, Warriors. Yay! <laughs> Woo-hoo! Woohoo! We are so stoked to be announcing, to be sharing with all of our Warrior community that it is our one year anniversary special.
0: Woohoo! I wish we planned the song for this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the song. It's whatever comes out of one of our mouths, is the song.
0: That's true. But my brain is now like, oh my God, what rhymes with special? Cause I want to sing uh, the second line. It
1: doesn't have to rhyme. Wow! Well, come on.
0: We made it
1: for a year. <laughs> okay. Well that doesn't rhyme with special. We can all agree, but I like it. I like it. Yeah. I like yeah. it. We are, um, I think in a state of shock, excitement, mm-hmm. like, I don't know how I feel. I feel so many things thinking about the fact that it's been a whole year of this. Yeah,
0: like first of all the year went pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, what is time anymore? <laughs> we can all agree on that, I think.
0: Um but also like I just feel like there's been so much growth and evolution um in our process in the mm-hmm. last year. Um and I feel proud because when we yes. started, we had we had no idea what we were going to do. Like we could have stopped after 3 episodes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Legit, no clue. No <laughs> clue. Like just remembering back to the early days, it was like, I remember when I I got my microphone and that felt strange and Mm -hmm. also really exciting. But as anxiety warriors, I was really, really nervous about it. We talked about it like at length ahead of time, but not in the detail that I feel like most anxiety warriors, perfectionist (laughs) overthinkers would have talked about it. It was like, Right. It's like, we thought hard and long, but at the same time, it was only like two or three weeks. (laughs) Yeah. We were like, we should do a podcast. Okay. Let's do it. And we just kind of just did it. Right. Which is, yeah. Yeah. I think it just goes to that. That is a testament to our growth in many ways, just as Mm -hmm. warriors. Right. Mm -hmm. I think we could have
0: overthunk it, overthought Mm. it, We could have and obsessed about it being perfect. And then we would have never done it or it would have never lived up to our expectations if we plan too much.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so, that's so real. I feel that. Yeah. Because I feel like there are so many other instances in my life where that was the exact playbook. (laughs) It was either (laughs) I thought so hard about it that I just said, nope, not going to happen. Let's just sweep that back under the rug or yeah. Oh my gosh. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Oh, my. All right. So for this one year anniversary special, we're going to be kind of like in a little bit of reflection mode. Mm -hmm. We're going to be almost like lightning rounding each other, but not lightning round, (laughs) not like the whole like make a sound of an animal or share your favorite whatever. I don't know. Um, Maybe we should do that now. (laughs) Oh, maybe we should. Let's throw it back to our very first episode. Mm hmm. Um, maybe we'll surprise each other with one random lightning yes. at the end. That sounds good. <laughs> um, but we're gonna kind of just share our memories about the process. Um, and ask each other a couple of questions about some of the growth that you mentioned that we've mm-hmm. experienced over the year. Um, some of the things that have made I know me feel really excited and proud and curious about how the journey is unfolded, and then curious in a different way about how it will continue to evolve and unfold in the yeah. months and maybe, dare I say, years to come. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. Oh, I just got a, I just got a little sparkle. I got like a little oh,
0: twinkle. It gave me, it gave me butterflies in a good way when you said that. Mm, right? Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was like, ooh, like an excitement, like a glittery, like when you said sparkle, I knew what you meant. Like, yeah, I, it's like a glimmer. It's like a
1: yeah yeah it's like it's like the tiny little flame right that's still Mm -hmm. burning bright but like the idea about thinking about it in the future right it's like in it's like the madrigal family (laughs) (laughs) we're keeping the flame yeah
0: that's right it might change might need to you know evolve and grow but the flame is there yes oh my
1: gosh i love this metaphor I know. Great we job. We won't start singing. We won't start singing. Yes. We won't start singing. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. So
0: I just want to give a spoiler alert. You know, um, Margo and I have had anxiety podcasting. What? I know. So, so I think it's like a perfect time to talk about our podcast anxiety
1: on our anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That's why we Well, we started podcasting because we had anxiety. And so of course, podcasting gave us anxiety.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So okay. So I want to know because like I think so. Here's the thing. My memory works in this really weird way where like I can like remember like one time I was walking in Queens, walking down a street, talking to you on the phone, and I like remember the conversation. And this was like in 2018, right? But How we developed the podcast for me is less vivid. So, so I want to hear like from you,
1: what do you remember that led us to start podcasting? Okay. Huh. I feel like my, my mind works in a very similar way, <laughs> but Soccer. I do. Yeah. More surprises warriors that Abby and I think like, um, at least on, in, in many ways. Uh, okay. So one of the things I remember is when we had kicked off, we had done a live together on Instagram Yeah, and that started in January. No, the live was in, I, I believe December of 2020, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. December of 2020. Yeah. And afterward we were texting or talking and you had mentioned that you wanted to start supporting your friends on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, that's so crazy that you're saying that because I was thinking the same thing. And so we launched our, you know, our hashtag featured underscore female. Yep. And then the two of us went live to announce this hashtag, this little mini movement that we wanted to begin back in the new year of 2021. And so we went live again, announced that, that we were going to be doing this, invited our followers on Instagram to join us by simply highlighting a, a person in their life. We, we, it was a woman, right? So highlighting a female in their life or someone that they, um, even if it was someone that they'd never met, a business mm-hmm. owner, an author, like whoever, someone that inspired them and us and shared about them, including their picture, their bio or whatever on a Friday between yeah. January and March. Yes. And so that happened and like people jumped on board and they were love the idea. They were excited by it. And so it of course made you and I excited because it was like, we had this idea and we saw it through and we were really proud of it. And I don't remember, I feel like you had said in a joking passing manner, <laughs> like in the months even before that, like, I love talking to you and we've <laughs> on so many things and especially like all of our feelings and mental health stuff and anxiety. And like, we should just be, why don't we just podcast together? And I remember just being like, I remember just like laughing with you. Like, ah, ha, that's, that's such a funny idea. But then once we did the live and everything kind of happened with our um, featured underscore female movement or mini movement, um, I feel like that ended. And we were like, what now? Like what, what next, right? Yes. Like, we should do something else. And then I feel like I, I don't know if it was you or me. I almost feel like I texted you back and I was like, all right, you know what? I'm game. I know I've been laughing about this since you brought it up, but like we should podcast together. And I think I have a great name for us. And then I told you and you were like, yes, let's go. Let's do it. And then like things kind of unfolded after that. That's my memory of why we started podcasting. Okay. That is
0: exactly my memory. That is it. That is is
1: a hundred percent.
0: That is when I was thinking about it, like you just spoke my like stream of thought. Like
1: (laughs) Well, that's good because that's how I speak.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The the only thing that like I couldn't remember, right? And I, I even had it, I was like. I can't remember how we decided to talk about anxiety, like how we were Um, like, oh, we're going to do anxiety. But I remembered you came up with the name like, and that I loved it. But I was like, I couldn't remember that one piece. Like, how did we
1: decide that part? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think I thought it was because. And I don't know, maybe I'm going to be like implanting wrong memories now, like just trying to come up with it.
0: It's a big gap. So you can just fill it in. You can just tell me anything. And my mind will be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: like, Yeah, that sounds right. (laughs) I don't I mean, I it's like what I kind of just mentioned a moment ago to me, it just the crux of so much of our conversation and so much of our conversations and with other people in our community Mm -hmm. as kids yoga teachers, as people in the wellness field, yourself as a coach and me as an author, like even sort of these separate fields that all kind of combine into trying to be of service, trying to help others. And I feel like that's both, that's something that both of us hold true to be part of who we are, right? Is trying to be a people of service. And so I want to say that Maybe when we got going with our little mini movement, it, because it filled us up to sort of like have a community Mm -hmm. and build community in that way, that maybe we were like, Hey, we need lots of support. (laughs) And so maybe we could be a source of support, which can then also support us. Like, I Mm -hmm. truly don't remember the specifics as to why it was anxiety either, other than the fact that you and I have always spent so much time in our friendship talking about our anxiety. Right. Right. I don't
0: know. Right. That's like the missing piece for me, but it's like, duh, of course, that's what we would talk about. Like, but like, I can't remember the like, okay, yeah, Let's podcast. What are we going to podcast about?
1: Let's just yeah. podcast about being anxiety wars. Okay. Like, <laughs> I genuinely don't know. Yeah. That's so funny yeah. that like, we both have the exact same narrative, yeah. but then it was like, but how and why was that this? Yeah. That, that yeah. piece is missing for me too. Yeah. But Goodness.
0: it was like the, the true Pete. I mean, that's like, Duh. Of course we would talk about it. I just don't remember ever uncovering that. Of course, like, like, Oh yeah. Well, we must have. Yeah. We had to, we had to say, what are we going to talk about? Because on our
1: lives, we talked about everything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe it's because we realized that so much of our conversation was always fell under that umbrella though. Right. Mm -hmm. It always fell under the umbrella. Cause like so many emotions go into being anxious. Right. Right. So many other ways of so many behaviors, so many uh, other emotions and feelings go into sort of the umbrella of anxiety. So, man, so crazy that we don't remember, but but everything (laughs) else featured female, (laughs) same memory. Otherwise. Yes. So interesting. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you the same question, but you kind of followed up already. (laughs) I mean,
0: you, you was like, it was like, like the time I told the story about being a control enthusiast and you're like, you are saying everything like the whole time you were saying that I was like, that's it. That's, that is exactly what I remember. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And here we are a year later. Yeah. Still talking about anxiety. So much has remained the same in that we're still, your dorky, hopefully lovable, (laughs) silly hostesses with the most assist, um, you know, and also that we've been able to share the stories of so many wonderful warriors that have been on with us and connect with so many warriors digitally through Instagram or through hearing from them on the apps, Mm -hmm. um, through anchor and all that stuff. So like, okay, let's get into like what were some of the uncertainties that came up for you when we decided to start podcasting. Yeah,
0: oh my God. So, I mean, there was like so many,
1: right? (laughs) So many
0: uncertainties. Cause like putting your voice out there and sharing your stories is vulnerable, right? And so there's the like uncertainty. I mean, first there's like the biggest one, is anyone gonna listen or care? right? Like maybe people listen and they're like, Oh, it's just two girls talking about their anxiety.
1: You know? Like, Nice. Yeah. Bring the Valley girl accent. Oh my God. Oh my just God. two girls talking about I mean, anxiety.
0: How many stories do you actually have about anxiety?
1: <laughs> like a hundred a day, Karen. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So there is that piece, right? Will people listen? Also, will people want to be guests after we ask some friends to hop on? Like, will we have other people that are willing to join us? Right. There's like that uncertainty. Um, And then, you know, there's like the uncertainty of like, how much time does this take? Because the, the reality is when I listen to podcasts, I never thought about the time and effort that goes into it. Nope. And the other part of that is a lot of the podcasts I listened to were super mainstream, so they had an editing team, they had like scheduling and hire or getting the guests, you know, they had like, you know, uh, promotion for it and everything. And so I never
1: thought of any of that when you and I started. (laughs) I definitely didn't think of it when I was like, you were right. Let's do this. And then three (laughs) weeks later we did.
0: (laughs) I know. Good thing. Neither one of us thought of that.
1: That's true. Yeah. Uh, Oh my gosh. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, all the things like that, if we had known, who knows how we would have gotten in our own
1: way. Yeah. Right. We would have stifled ourselves. I'm sure of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but the other like uncertainty with me and we've never talked about this, right. Was like you know that I have some feelings about the wellness world. Mm -hmm. It has greatly helped me, but also it has not. And being in collaboration with someone, even if you really like them, (laughs) you never know what's going to come from that. Mm. Right. And so there was the uncertainty of like, is this going to like, bring Margot and I closer together? Are we going to have different opinions and thoughts? And is this going to pull us apart? Right? Like mm. there was that uncertainty for me because I didn't want, I mean, it always felt natural collaborating with you, but I didn't want it to lead to like some other relationships I had in the wellness world that did it turn out well.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know, I, yeah, I, I definitely, that's one that I didn't really have Mm -hmm. in the beginning. Right. And I don't now either, but I do know like, and we, we just had like a really long phone chat recently where it was just, and like, I feel like I was like, it's called friendship chat. Like we're going to have (laughs) a friendship chat and we're not going to talk about the podcast. And we were really good about setting that boundary and Mm -hmm. just having a conversation, just Margot and Abby. And I feel like that's something that I, similar to what you're saying that I didn't have that sort of anxiety going into it all. Mm-hmm. but As time went on, it felt like the crux of, or the, what became normalized in our everyday or very regular conversation was talking about the podcast. I, I will say, we talk about plenty of other things yes. throughout, like just being still, I, I still felt like we're still, we're more than just podcast co-founders and co-hosts. Like we're friends mm-hmm. still. Yeah. But you know, it felt like, okay, much of our conversation is being geared in this one direction. And is that going to change the nature of our friendship? And will we potentially start to lose that mm-hmm. from having it all be business and like no play kind of thing, which yeah. I'm really grateful that for the most part, I don't feel like it's changed our friendship
0: like no. at all. No. I mean, for me, I feel like it's made it stronger. Like, yes, I feel really connected to you. And then like, you know, our guests our, our guests. Our listeners don't know that like, you know, you and I zoom and like every week there's like 30 minutes of just like laughing and chatting, <laughs> Like, yeah. you know, which I don't exactly. think you and I would have had if we weren't podcasting.
1: No, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. So it's been it's been a great source of connection for yeah. sure. What about so what about you?
0: Like what uncertainties came up for you?
1: I mean, it was all the things you said. And and I guess on top of that, it was just like, I don't know everything, not even close. Mm. And I didn't, one of my biggest uncertainties and still remains is I don't want to sound like I'm trying to sound smarter than or more interesting than or like I know more than other people because I certainly do not, like not even a little bit. So I hope that it's always clear to all of our listeners um, that we are just here to sort of share our perspective, share our personal experience, our stories as a means of um, connecting, as a means of validating each other and hopefully making warrior listeners out there feel less alone in their anxiety journeys. Yeah. And so I, I always hope that that is what's coming across because that has been one of my anxieties throughout since the beginning and still now, is that like, mm-hmm. I would just hate for anyone out there to be like, oh, you know, Margot or Abby or these people are behaving as if, or talking as if they have all the answers that they know things. and like, I don't think anyone could listen to us for 10 minutes and feel like <laughs> that, but yeah. It kind of it still worries me. It's like, who do these people think they are? Mm -hmm. I think is kind of where my brain goes sometimes, which that just goes back to my imposter imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just my feeling less than. And yeah. My am I am I worthy of even a single listener? Are we worthy of listeners? Like and it's those kinds of feelings that I feel like still crop up for me that I have to actively beat back, practice being curious about and um, moving through. So I um, think all the things you said, and then I would add that one.
0: I, I love this for two reasons. So first of all, when you were saying that, um, this thought that has popped up in my head before, and I think I shared it with you once or twice, was sometimes when we have guests and I hear their anxiety stories, I feel like an imposter with my anxiety. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I have lived with anxiety my entire life. It has not been a fun trip, right? No the journey has been a lot of learning and a lot of suffering. And, but sometimes like, I'm like, when I hear someone else, right. I'm like, oh my gosh, am I like, what am I doing talking about anxiety? Should I be talking about anxiety? It's like very Mm. similar to you. Um, But I can also really, really, really relate to like, even though I don't want to be someone that has all the answers. um, I also have this anxiety of not sounding smart like you were just Mm. saying. Right. So it's like, I, I agree with you. I don't want to have, I don't want to be someone that's like, I know everything and I'm going to tell you it's great for everyone. Right. It's not that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I still want to sound smart because if I'm not smart, then who am I? Right. Like people might not like me or, you know, like it's so, it just gets so wound up. And so it's like in that imposter stuff. Um, So along with like the uncertainties and, and not feeling smart enough, right. Or, or not wanting to give, you know, unsolicited advice that, you know, only works for
1: you or whatever, like, um, do you have other anxieties around podcasting? Well, I mean, when you, when you brought up about like not knowing how much work was going to go into the podcast, Mm -hmm. like that was really up there for me too. Yeah. Just like I, like you had said, so you, you painted the picture so perfectly, it was like all of these podcasts that we listened to for the past many years or several years or however long are all like professionally done. Right. Mm-hmm. meaning that there's more than just a two woman show behind, behind the curtain, behind the yeah. scenes. And so just, it doesn't give me anxiety that, that it's a lot of work
0: right mm-hmm. i enjoy
1: the work the work is fulfilling the work is energizing um for the most part it's tiring too like for mm-hmm. sure right And we can acknowledge that um but it's all love when it comes to how much stuff it is but at the same time it's like where the anxiety creeps up is just like but i want to make sure we want to make sure that that work is being done to the best of our ability that that work is um is producing a, a product that's hopefully interesting and, yeah. um, can be loved by the people that are hopefully listening and tuning in all over the place. So some of the anxiety, I think is just about like, once all that work is done, where's like, what's the payoff. Right. right. Um, and sometimes the payoff is just going to be like how we feel about the product we have put out, how we right. feel about the service, the episode, the quality of the episode, um, and all of that. But, yeah. What about you? Yeah.
0: So, I mean, yeah, that's some of it. It's like when we first started listening to ourselves, I was like, ah, this is causing anxious feelings. (laughs) Like to listen to yourself is, is, uh, is a interesting mindfulness practice, right. Mm. To say the least, um, to hear like, um, you know, language ticks that come out and, you know, when I interrupt, I am like mortified when I hear that I leave it in, but I'm still like, I'm still practicing my impulsivity, you know, like my, uh, uh, emotional regulation. Right. Um, (laughs) But then there is also like you know, especially in the beginning, um, there is like a d- deep like um like dis- discomfort or insecurity around like not wanting to overshare, you know, mm. not wanting to like as a as an anxiety warrior and also someone with ADHD. Sometimes we like meet someone for the first time and we say everything. It's like let me tell you my whole life story, right? And like. <laughs> Brene Brown says people have to earn trust and that's always stuck with me. So, but so for me, there was like anxiety around, you know, wanting to share enough to paint a story, but not oversharing. So it becomes boring or oversharing. So it becomes like triggering or oversharing. Um, and, and someone else like, you know, know that I'm talking about them and them getting upset. Right. So like there's this, this balance of being able to tell a story, um, where it felt right for me and for anyone listening. Um, and also just like anxiety around like sometimes rambling, right? Sometimes feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm talking too much, right? Um, and, and it's really funny because, um, so one part of my memory of us starting to podcast um, was basically we wanted to launch in May because it's like mental health month. And we started hyping it (laughs) on social media. And then I think it was Adam that was like, hey, listen, you need to put something out sooner. (laughs) Yeah, that's all it was.
1: And we were like, ah, wait, we can't
0: hype it for a month? (laughs) Right, yeah. So you and I got on Zoom and we recorded like a seven minute thing that I was supposed to edit, right? Mm -hmm. And I had some... Like understanding of editing because um, Dan had helped me edit my Insight Timer course, right? But aside from that, I've never edited stuff in my life. And and part of editing is not just like cutting out stuff. It's making sure that the story flows, right? Yeah. Like it's not just like, oh, someone had a loud sneeze. Let me edit that out. Or, oh, someone got interrupted. there, like dog came into the space. Let me edit that out. It's like making sure it still flows, yeah. And, uh, our seven minute chat at the beginning about why we were doing what we were doing was a ton of rambling. And I was like, Oh my God, how am I going to edit our stuff? I have no idea how to do this. I know how to cut and paste, but I don't know how to like form a
1: story. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so that was like part of it that then rippled into when we started having like guests and stuff. Like I was very attached to everything needs to be underneath an hour because that's what my brain can handle. My brain can handle mm-hmm. an hour of talking, like of listening to people talking, then I'm like, I'm done, right? So that like manifested into like, oh my gosh, I have to like spend hours editing and it's never gonna be perfect. Um, and now I've, I've let all that go. But yes. that was like, for me, it was like, you know, how do you do the right amount of editing to keep the story um, and, and the idea of it, but without it like being a bunch of people just rambling.
1: Yeah. No, that, that makes sense to me. And like <laughs> listening to you say it all. It's like, yeah, no, I could never do it. I couldn't do the editing. I mean, like not just because me and technology are foes, mm-hmm. but I just, I, yeah, I think it would be, that would be very, very challenging for me. So yeah. I'm super grateful that you're the one in charge of that. <laughs> I actually really like it now. I like yeah, choose and to yet- do that over other stuff. Right. And I'm sure everyone who's listened to our show for a while, like can appreciate how much work. Well, if you don't now warriors, now you're listening, (laughs) please appreciate how much thought and effort and, um, process goes into not just recording the episode Mm -hmm. that Abby's in charge of that recording, but also, um, making sure that the episode is edited, streamlined, cleaned up, adding the music and all the things. And, um, Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I, I can, I see your anxiety and I'm also so grateful that you're doing that because those things would give me, I mean, we wouldn't have a podcast. So.
0: Well, so, okay. So so there's that. This ties into what I wanted to ask you about, which was like, you know, how we've played into each other's strengths. Right. So for me, editing has become something super easy. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, like there was that one time with a guest, I had a coughing attack and nobody (laughs) knows that because I edited out. Right. But like, all of that was like super duper easy. I enjoy it. I enjoy like listening over and over to our podcast for, you know, I don't, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm not like, Oh God, this is horrible. Right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) stop talking Abby and Margo. Um, but, but this, this plays into, um, how we've played on each other's strengths because I don't think we would have a
1: social media page or any, any listeners if
0: it wasn't for you.
1: Hmm. Thanks. I mean, so like to me, yeah. So we, when you and I first started doing this, we divvied up some of the responsibility Mm -hmm. before knowing how much more stuff, right. Would need to happen. It was like, okay you're going to be in charge of X. I'm going to be in charge of Y. And that was all we had. It was like, you zoom and edit me, social media content, creation, promotion, like engagement, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And like, I feel like we were both just like, all right, cool. Like now (laughs) off to the races. Right. And then like over time, we're like, Oh no, those aren't the just the two things that we need to do to run a great podcast or any kind of podcast, even if it's not great. Yeah. It's like, okay, no, we also have to, um, have content. What are we going to talk about? Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's mm-hmm. like the back end planning. And I feel like, you know, you're, you are always the one that creates our, we, we go back and forth about topics. And so yep. that feels kind of like a shared, you know, responsibility. And then you write those very clean, streamlined outlines. <laughs> so then we're good there. And then when we um, decided that we wanted to have guests, right? And we want to talk to people. And some at first, so like you said, it was just our, some of our friends in the industry or in general. And, um, and then it grew, right? And mm-hmm. it was like, we learned through our conversation with Anthony, our previous guest, that mm-hmm. like there should be one person that kind of leads the charge. And then the other person kind of um, jumps in with their thoughts and follow-ups and stuff. And we learned yeah. pretty quickly when we both started doing we were like, let's go back and forth. Like for this guest, you'll be the lead interviewer and you'll be the dynamic questioner. And for the next guest, we'll we'll trade it off. And then after I think it was like one person, I feel like maybe two. Yeah. Like, I feel really uncomfortable as the lead interviewer. And I was like, I feel really uncomfortable (laughs) as the dynamic interviewer. (laughs) Yes. And so that kind of naturally, thankfully, because you were brave enough to say that, I think Mm -hmm. like, maybe I would have said it at some point, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe you just would have been uncomfortable for a little while longer before we inevitably figured it out at some point. But
0: (laughs) every other guest episode would have been super awkward.
1: (laughs) Right. Pretty much. Right. Exactly. So I'm so glad that like, we kind of, we, we found our comfort zones within the discomfort zone of podcasting. It's like by deciding what feels really good for each of us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've gotten to a, a place where we each have probably a dozen responsibilities for the podcast every mm-hmm. week. Um, and we're able to execute them, right? Yeah. Comfortably. Yeah. And uh, while challenging and sometimes tiring and it's like, oh man, we, we both have lives and work and other things to think about, family and whatever. and But it's like, um, It still feels like it. It fits into the day. It fits into the week. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit less anxiety knowing that, like, I'm doing the things that I'm mostly comfortable with, and you're doing the things that you're mostly comfortable with.
0: Yes, yes. It is like embedded into a routine now for me. Yes, right. It's like I like. There's so many parts that go into this. Like, first of all, like I really struggle. Even though I love writing outlines, I don't find that like uh, writing right? Like I know I'm writing, but it's like, it's sure. not like writing for me. And so yeah. I struggle with writing and, and, um, and so you, you know, sometimes we collaborate on titles or sometimes you offer a, a number of titles and have me choose, or sometimes you're like, this is the title because it's awesome. And I'm like, yes, um, <laughs> but you write the summary, yeah. right? Cause I would spend probably like three days writing it and rewriting it and sending it to all the people that I ask for reassurance, if it's good or makes sense or how it needs to be edited. Right. And you just do it. (laughs) Yeah. Like that is so helpful. Right. And like, for me, the outlines are super, super easy. You know, for me, the editing, the audio and the videos just feel really, really good. And then the other part with like the, when we're scheduling guests, You know, it's like, um, you and I collaborate on that. We made our own Gmail account just for our podcast. And, um, yeah, it was like the, the, at the beginning, you know, we, we always talk with our guests. Like we always have a conversation before we actually interview our guests, because when we ask someone their anxiety story, I mean, that's like a lifelong journey. Right. And so, Mm -hmm you know, we want like a snapshot, whatever that is. And so we want to make sure, you know, that, that the story this person wants to tell, we can condense it into, you know, not more than like a 90 minute episode. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And we also want to come up with some questions based on what they say. Like we have our go-to questions like our, you know, for each guest, but then we, you know, cater it to who we're actually speaking to. And that part, like I think you and I both enjoyed. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you and I realized like, like, I know like the few times I was a lead, like I couldn't pay attention to the podcast. Right. right? Because I was like, okay, I need to do time management because as the lead, we're kind of paying attention to the time. Right. Right. Moving um, the train along, moving the train along, making sure someone's not talking too much, making sure there's pauses to follow up with questions. You know, there's like, it's like conducting, yeah. Right. Um, but also as the lead, we have the questions to ask. And for me, like, I remember like with Lauren, our very first guest, and then also with Anthony, each time when I asked the questions, it felt, I felt like a robot. I was like, so tell me about your anxiety story. (laughs) Like It didn't feel Oh, wait, are you calling me
1: a robot now? No, you're amazing. <laughs>
0: you like listen to what they're saying, and you know your questions, but you 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 thread it through in this very organic and natural way, right? Like for me, it did not feel that way, and so and so I remember, like like I'd be like, okay, next question. <laughs> 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 so uncomfortable. And so I just really, I appreciated, you know, when we figured that part out because you are way better at conducting the show, right? Mm. Like you got that. And then for me, the weight is lifted off where I can just listen to the story as like a, you know, as the audience and be like, wow, this is so cool. So, so I've really enjoyed how we've And I'm, I'm happy we have different strengths because otherwise this wouldn't happen.
1: We wouldn't have a podcast if we had the same strengths. Right. And I just feel like you, so like, it's, first of all, thank you, lady. I appreciate (laughs) you appreciating my, the way I conduct the train or or whatever. It's so good. (laughs) Yeah. But I also like, I couldn't, I struggled so hard with the couple of times that I was the dynamic because I feel, I felt so much more pressure having to come up with the good interesting follow-ups <laughs> or reflections after the fact. And yeah. so like it's not that i have a hard time listening because i am listening intently to our to our what our guests are saying and their responses to the main questions but it just felt to me i felt like oh my god now I have now I have to not just be a good listener. I have to be a crazy good listener because I need to really dissect all the things that they sometimes said a lot in a few minutes. And now you have to come up with a way of continuing the conversation in a way that's interesting is going to get them to be excited to keep talking. And like that before you get to the next like main point or question. And so Mm -hmm. like, that's a huge weight lifted off my shoulders because I really struggled with that. I really did. Like for those, like yeah, like you said, it was two episodes. It was Lauren and then Anthony. Yeah. And then we were like, nope, this isn't working for either of us. And so yeah, it's just, it was just happened to be Kismet that we both found our our niche within it. Because Mm -hmm. yeah. And I mean, like, so I do all of the pre-interview phone calls too. And so, like getting the backstory ahead of time, like you had mentioned before, is very helpful in trying to help our guests to tell a more um concise and streamlined story because as we know warriors we all have a million anxieties some of us since the day we were born so yeah our anxiety story could be like a freaking novella yeah and so like we can't have that on a podcast that needs to be streamlined so you know I feel like we both have really settled into this sort of yummy place yeah in our in this journey um oh my gosh yeah (laughs) so like what I mean so yeah we've One of the things that's helped, I think we're saying is like finding what works best for each Mm of us helps us to feel less anxious in the process.
0: Yeah. And communicating. I mean, obviously- we knew right away i was going to take on editing and you're taking social media i was like i can do social media and you're like i can rock it
1: right yeah. like that and love what you said about like podcast like you bang out a um an itinerary or an yeah. outline for us in like eight minutes and i bang out that yeah. podcast description in like eight minutes and yeah it's like, great if each of us had to do the opposite we'd be yeah. like three days in and i yeah. like still editing down an itinerary for our conversation right. Right. We would have given up.
0: Right. And so just communicating what we feel comfortable with, you know, and figuring out what works for each of us, I
1: think has really just helped. Yes. So, so much. Okay. So let's talk about some of the things that have brought us the most joy on the show this past year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so much, right. Here's where like the ramble happens. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I mean, the first thing I'm going to make it about me, the first thing about this journey um, is that it just makes me feel better. And, and it makes me feel like I'm not crazy. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm using the word crazy intentionally, because I think that crazy is sometimes used in an insulting way. And I'm, I'm not meaning it that way at all. But, but what I do mean is having anxiety and having like, you know, the, the crazy rapid overthinking thoughts and having physiological responses when like someone doesn't text you back, Um, you know, having like ridiculous amounts of sweat pouring out of you, like makes you feel crazy when other people aren't talking about it. Yes. Right. And Mm. so like, um, and so like, for me, like just little things, like, I mean, like little anxieties, you know, like um, having a hard time making a decision sometimes, right? Like f- the fear of committing to something or like going to a restaurant and not knowing where the bathroom is, you know? Yeah. Or like um, having a pain in my calf and instantly thinking that it's like a blood clot, right? Yeah. Or like, even just like, 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 like my attachment system being activated. Like this is stuff I live with all the time. And it wasn't ever really spoken about like once in a while, like if I was at a restaurant with people and I was like, Hey, like, where's, where's the bathroom? And like, I'd need, like, I'd need them to draw a map for me. I can't explain it, but walking to the bathroom causes me anxiety when I don't know where I'm walking to in a restaurant. Right. Yeah. Like all these little things. Um, we're so rarely spoken about, but, but by connecting with you, by talking with you and by talking with our guests, it just, it just has made me feel better as a human being, knowing that many of these things are shared experiences. And it doesn't mean that just because I have anxiety finding the bathroom, you will, but you will relate in a similar way with a different thing. Like just knowing it's silly to have, discomfort around something that shouldn't be uncomfortable. And yet it is, yes. you know? And the other part, like, is when it's shared it, for me, it allows me to be lighter and laugh more about the experience. So it is like lightened up my relationship with anxiety because it often feels heavy and I'm like, oh, please go away. But sometimes it's just funny now. It's like, oh, that pain in my calf, like yeah. haha, anxiety, what do you want to say about it now? other people have these experiences too, you know, right? Um, um, even like obsessive sweating, like in, in one of our most recent episodes, someone else was like, Oh yeah, I found more people. Right. Yep. And, and we find our people by talking about it. Um, but the other joy, aside from like connecting with our guests, which is always a huge joy and, and brings that, that shared community, you know, that shared experience. Um, I really appreciate, um, the people we've ac- connected to through Instagram. And although you run the account, there are so many people that I've connected with, you know, through comments, through, you know, whatever it is that it just feels like a much larger community. And it, it actually allows me to feel better on Instagram through our anxiety warriors podcast page. Cause we mm-hmm. know how I feel about Instagram. Um, but it's like less anxiety, um, producing, mm-hmm. um, And then like the, like, you know, the other joy, which is like, I think super obvious is just like our connection. Right. Because like we were friends. We, you know, like I remember the first time I met you in 2015 and I was like, I have this thing where like, I sometimes just know like I'm going to be friends with someone. Right. And I was like, okay, Margo and I were going to be friends. Right. I had the same thing with Anthony on a Zoom, like through Zoom doing it like a coaching course. Right. I saw Anthony Mm -hmm. as a box and I was like, we're going to be friends. (laughs) Right. Right. But like, from the moment we met, I knew that you and I were going to be friends and like our friendship developed slowly, I think in part because, um, we lived far away. Yeah. Right,
1: And it was Uh, a work friendship in the beginning. And so sometimes the boundaries, right.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty bad with boundaries and work friendships and professionalism. <laughs> but I
1: have a lot of boundaries yes. around work friendships. Yes. And so for me, then I'll speak for me. Like that yeah. was a test for me, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, you know, I mean, the thing is like, even though I valued our friendship and I valued our connection as colleagues and um, our, our way of uh, supporting each other in the kids' yoga and mindfulness world, um, there were things like, I never knew how funny you are. Like you are hysterical, right? Like there has been so much more laughter in my life since we started this podcast and not just on the podcast, your reels crack me up, right? Like, (laughs) I'm glad someone out there is laughing (laughs) all the time, all the time. I always blown away by it. And I also just really value with, with us. Like I have a lot of joy at how easy it is because we, we have to make decisions together. Um, we have to trust each other. We Mm -hmm. have to collaborate. We have to communicate. I mean, there's been times where like you and I maybe didn't agree on the same graphic, which is like something small and stupid, but we have to communicate about that because if one of us is just like, no, fine, you choose that could build resentment. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have to like talk things out and through the entire process, it's just been so easy, which has just made a lot of Joy for me because it really is about connecting at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I feel.
1: What about you? I mean, mm-hmm. I literally have nothing to add. <laughs> I literally have no notes. I just, <laughs> everything you said is, ex- it, it was all the same things on my heart. I did get, I felt a little emotional when you were talking about all of it, but especially about our connection, our friendship, and um, also the social media piece because because i because we're friends and i know and you've talked about this extensively now on your social media um on the podcast about how you how deeply social media gives you anxiety so hearing that the the community that's built over on anxiety warriors podcast instagram feed and that being on the feed brings you joy and laughs and smiles and the connections you've been able to make through people that follow the account or leave comments or whatever just really makes my heart sore because it's like, the whole point is why we're, why we're podcasting, why we're trying to build community on Instagram, why we're trying to help each other. And hopefully everyone out there listening, feel less alone in their anxiety is because we feel it so much ourselves, right? We experience all of these things so deeply ourselves all the time. And so like, knowing that a small thing that you say or do can help me and a small thing I say or do can help you is enough. But hopefully we know that if it's helping each other, that it's hopefully out there in the world, helpful, uh, helping a lot more warriors. Yeah. And so it's just like, I felt very like welled up when you said that, because at the end of the day, why we're here is to ultimately be of service. Yeah. And even if it, that means that we're just being of service to ourselves (laughs) and each other. And I know that sounds really selfish, I suppose, but you know, if we don't have love for ourselves, if we don't take care of ourselves, if we don't have self-compassion, we can't exuberate those things. We can't share and send out those things. So like, I just, I greatly appreciate you saying all of that. Like I said, you said all the same things that I would have shared in my answer. So I don't. I really don't have anything to add. I mean, I just yeah. feel like I'm beyond grateful for it all, and um, and maybe just all the bravery of everyone that's come on our show so far. Yeah, as two people that are not anxiety experts, that are just you know teachers and you know mindfulness practitioners and people who teach mindfulness to kids and and adults or educators, parents, whatever. I think that everyone that's come on our show has shown nothing but exemplary courage and bravery yes.
0: for yes. sharing their
1: stories, for um, allowing us to be the platform where they talk about something right. that's so weighty and heavy. And I always feel like whenever you hear us say full body chills or, mm-hmm. you know, that we well up or we feel emotional about something, it's because, not just because of the fact that someone's briefly sharing their story, but because they're doing it with us, Yes, they're offering it as a gift, right? People's stories are gifts and we're being given that gift. Our platform is being given that gift, which means that people from all over the globe could potentially hear the gift of that, of that story. So I just feel, um, just so excited and grateful for all that's happened and all that hopefully will happen in the coming months. And dare we say years ahead years ahead years
0: ahead <laughs> you um you just gave me full body chills with that cuz you're right hearing hearing someone's story is a gift it really yeah. really is and the stories that we're asking for do require some honesty and some bravery to share um yeah oh, oh my um, gosh i love it i love it so it's been a joy uh, this last year has been a, it's been a learning process it's had some anxiety but it also has had a lot of laughter, a lot of love, a lot of joy and a lot of connection.
1: Yeah. So hopefully what it's, what it's going to remind all of you warrior listeners is that you can do things that you previously thought you weren't able to do Yeah. that you can have imposter syndrome and anxiety and great amounts of worry and discomfort about the unknown, about uncharted waters and still jump in them anyway, or still yeah. take a baby step in them anyway and see how it goes. And that sharing your voice, even if it shakes, yeah, can be like just it. the most powerful thing.
0: And um, also that you don't have to overthink something before doing it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can think a little, you can talk a little, but sometimes you just have to do it to see what happens.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Are we going to do a one question lightning round? Oh, my gosh. I guess we are. One question lightning round.
0: Lightning round. (laughs) Oh, boy. Wow. I'm feeling under pressure.
1: (laughs) You know, I'm going to ask a really boring one. It's not going to be a silly one. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm going to go first. Yeah. What has been the most surprising thing that you've learned about yourself through podcasting?
0: oh my gosh, this is such a like deep and profound question, huh? Boom, lightning strike. Pressure to sound smart and (laughs) (laughs) okay. Um, I guess, I mean, so this is like my gut reaction. And maybe when I re-listen to this during editing, I'll be like, oh, you should have said something better. Right. But I guess, I guess the thing that I've, I've learned about myself is, is It's like, it's like a two-parter. It's like, I can do it, whatever it is, Mm. editing, connecting, listening, whatever, whatever, making a reel with you, whatever it is. (laughs) Um, And anxiety has a place, but it's often wrong.
1: Mm. At least my anxiety, right? Yeah.
0: My anxiety likes to say things that are usually don't happen and are usually wrong. Um, and so that, that I feel like that's my first thought is like, what have I learned about myself? I can do it. I can handle it. Mm-hmm. And anxiety is often wrong about outcomes and stuff. I love that. Smuggles, twinkles. Um, okay. Well, all right. I just feel like I got to ask you the same question. No. Oh my gosh. Lightning round works. Okay. What is something you appreciate about yourself on the podcasting journey?
1: Something I appreciate about myself? That's like almost the same question. (laughs) That sounds like it's different. (laughs) (laughs) It's different. Okay. Learning and appreciating are different. I said surprise. Well, okay. I said something that was a surprise that you learned about yourself.
0: Oh no. Oh no. Did I answer it wrong? Well,
1: you tell me. I don't know. (laughs) What is something a surprise? Something that you, that you were surprised that you learned about yourself, like something brand new that you learned about yourself. I mean, it could be what you said could be, unless you don't think it is. I mean, I think it's very niche
0: specific. Like I learned this about me and podcasting.
1: Yeah. So then that works then.
0: Okay. 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 What is the surprise about you in your appreciation journey of podcasting?
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm sorry. What was that question? (laughs) That question had too many words. (laughs) Maybe my brain is just like half fried, but you have to repeat that because I felt like it was like surprise appreciation. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was taking words and putting them together
0: to sound like a sentence. Oh, what is something that you appreciate on your podcasting journey about you?
1: And it doesn't have to be a surprise. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I appreciate that I've become even stronger at creating boundaries for myself mm. as far as time goes because I really struggle with like procrastination, adult ADHD, what are all the things? All the things. Um so like being able to create a, a better structure for myself over mm. the past year since we started podcasting, I feel like all of the sort of um structure that goes behind what we have to get done every week. Yeah. When it comes to the podcasting it's been helpful. And I was, this was something that I guess I forgot to say earlier that I was worried about going in. It's like how to handle all the responsibilities of my day-to-day life Mm -hmm. and my work, my, my outside of podcasting work. Yeah. And then all the podcasting stuff, it's like adding to the plate. And so Mm -hmm. I worried for a long time about if I'd be able to juggle it all without losing myself or losing my shiitake (laughs) on students and my family and whatever. And so like, I feel really, I appreciate that I've been able to create and set and stick to strong boundaries when it comes to my time and energy, um, around all of my responsibilities with the podcast and also just like being on social media. Like we talked about this Mm -hmm. in our social media episode and, um, having boundaries around when my phone goes away at, at night and, when I'm off platforms or whatever, and, and try not to overthink too hard about like, oh crap, but I need to go back on and yes. check this or um, make sure I keep up to date with any new comments or you know whatever, all those pressures that I know nobody but me cares about. Right, right. right. So yeah. I, I appreciate the boundary setting that I've created for myself around all things really, but yeah. definitely when it comes to the pod. Oh, I love that. I love that. Oh. And you got a sweatshirt to represent it. That's right yeah do I do from the kind folks over at self-care is for everyone
0: that's right I got yeah, what well, your like mental, mental health, health matters. matters yeah is my thing yes, um it does all right I thought about something that surprised me okay it's I have I am surprised that I don't overthink every single episode mm. because I had my to let go a lot I had to let go a lot and just you know edit it, listen to it a lot, and just put it up into the anchor platform and let it go, right? And I think a different version of me might have been super obsessive. Did I say something stupid? You know, did I say something inconsiderate? Did I, you know, just yeah. o- overthinking every bit and piece of it? Did I edit it and it doesn't sound good? And I, I overthink a little, but not, a, not as much. And that has surprised me.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's like we've we've learned to let go of a lot of stuff. It's like talking about our anxiety every week, talking with guests about their anxiety, moving through this process of the unknown through this podcasting world over the past year has helped us both. I think to let go of a lot of things that we held on to deeply as like these are things that are we are to our core, and we realize that. Those are just traits that we can then use our new habits, right? Mm-hmm. Use better habits to, um, or better practices, I should say, of letting some of that go. Yeah. I love that. That makes yeah. my heart so happy because it just means that we're growing, right? That's it a, means we're yeah. growing as people. Right. And yeah.
0: some lightning round doesn't have to be responded to instantly. That's right. So we have a very special win of the week. Yes,
1: it's going win to shock you week. all. Win
0: of the week. Win of the
1: week. <laughs> um, Our win is simply that we've made it to our one year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Harmonizing yes. in the non-strength category. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Not just because we both have a lag in our Zoom. No. So like whenever I think we're supposed to be able to sing yeah. at the same time, we never do. No. So our win this week, Warriors, is just that we've hit this incredible milestone. Honestly, yeah. it's it blows our minds. Um, We're so beyond curious and grateful and WTF! Mm-hmm. And it's like where we've come so far. We're excited to see what comes next, and yeah. so this is a huge win hitting this milestone that most podcasts out there do not hit. Right. Especially indie podcasts like ours.
0: Right. Right. I mean, I remember when we were first telling Anthony that we wanted to do a podcast, I forget the numbers and the percentage and all of that, but a very small percentage of podcasts make it past 10 episodes. And then a very small, I mean, which sounds crazy because there's so many podcasts out there. Right. But how many people like, did five and stopped. Right. And so um, I don't, I don't know what the percentage is, but out of all of the people making podcasts um, a smaller percent, make it a year. So that's a huge one.
1: And I feel like I just read something recently um, uh, about something called pod fade, which I thought was a really cool way of saying that, like, after, I think it was seven episodes, most podcasters, that are like doing it on their own kind of thing mm-hmm. without like huge media conglomerates behind them and lots of money and backing after about seven episodes, they kind of, their podcast either dies or starts to slowly teeter off or teeter mm-hmm. out. So it's like, wow, we've done 54 episodes. Oh my gosh. So what is there left to say except Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Um, Thank you for shouting out your wins of the week for sharing topic ideas with us. We want more of those. So Mm -hmm. if you'd like to reach out with some topics that you'd love for to hear us chat about, you can hit us up over um, via email at AnxietyWarriorsPodcast at gmail.com join our Instagram fam at anxiety warriors podcast. And if you think you'd be an awesome fit as a guest, reach out, let's connect. Let's, let's hear a little bit about your anxiety story because your anxiety story is important and deserves to be heard. And we would be honored to help you share it here on our show. Mm -hmm. Um, we have some awesome merch up in our threadless shop, check the show notes for the link to that. So many great, um, options and fun designs. So you can get on pretty much anything over there, clothing, Mm -hmm. mugs, bags, that kind of fun stuff. Um, and if you have two seconds or two minutes, please smash that five star rating on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening or tuning into the podcast. If you're on Apple, please drop us a one word review. Doesn't even have to be anything crazy. Just love your show exclamation point, heart emojis. Like that would be great. We'd be thrilled. Um, just because it helps more people find us, find the pod, find the community so we can keep growing our warrior family. It's like an
0: anniversary gift for us.
1: Yes. Oh, I love that. That would be, oh my gosh, that would be next week's win. If we can get some more ratings and reviews. For our one year, that would be just the biggest win ever for us, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, we are on YouTube. So please like and subscribe. Follow our show over there. You can listen to all of the episodes if that's your preferred platform. Abby has very awesomely uploaded every previous episode we've ever had, um, including this one. So thank you
0: all so much for going on this year-long journey with us. We are so grateful you all are here. Till next time.